Welcome to UC Today with me, David Dunge. Today, we're going to be talking about the role of video in the enterprise with Terry Lyons from PGI. Welcome, Terry. How are you doing? Hey, David. I'm Grace. And yourself? I'm really well, thank you. So, Terry, before we get into today's conversation, uh, perhaps you can give our audience a bit of a rundown of PGI and uh, your role within the business. Sure. So PGI have been around almost 30 years now, and we are operating in the virtual event and the virtual meeting space. And if we go back 30 years ago, we were one of the largest audio conferencing providers. And then we've naturally evolved from there to offer video conferencing and collaboration, um, as well as more sort of SaaS products. Um, the other products we have in the virtual event space are operator assisted solutions, where we will put an operator on a call with you and give you that sort of white glove service when you absolutely need it. Um, historically, we have you know, a strong history with a lot of carriers and service providers as well. Naturally, when you have audio and video conferencing, you, you produce a lot of audio minutes from PSDN dial in and dial out. So we have a strong history there as well that we, we are leveraging as well. And with myself, I joined PGI about eight years ago as the head of product for EMEA. And I've had various product roles within PGI. And last year then I took over the collaboration business unit within PGI. So that focuses on our virtual meeting space and video conferencing. Um, so we have three business units within PGI right now, one for audio, one for virtual meetings and one for virtual events. And so mine is the virtual meeting space. Brilliant. Thank you. So, Terry, um, let's take a little bit of a look over the last 12 months. Uh, strange period for everyone, as, as we know. Um, how, how's that gone for PGI and how has that, uh, how's that changed, I guess, your approach to the market and what you're uh, delivering? I mean... It's, it, it, there's nothing new I'm going to say here on, on what happened over the last 12 months. It's more meetings, more video meetings, more virtual meetings, more people in the meeting, uh, longer meetings. Ultimately, we had to replace those physical meetings that we had in the office, um, our partially hybrid ones, with a full-on virtual meeting scenarios. Everyone just needed to meet, but they needed to meet online. So that increase, um, that, that led to an increase in video demand for us and, and, and as well around the mobile apps. So a huge increase in the amount of mobile apps in particular that were downloaded. People are on the move. It's the one device that everyone has. And at home, you, are, you have a lot of consumer devices and you don't have access to a lot of the high-end technology that you might have in the office. So you're trying to work with the consumer devices that you have at home. Um, we've had to add, obviously, a lot of extra cloud capacity to support that demand. We've had to add development capacity to uh, add, increase the velocity in our roadmap. And we, we're partnering with HCL Technologies now in the collaboration space to increase the velocity um, of our roadmap. But the main, the main change for us in the collaboration business unit really is in how we go to market. So traditionally, and with all our other products we still do today, we go, we go direct to market and we go through the channels. But with our collaboration offering today, we are really pushing um, through the, the communication service provider um, market. So that's carriers, service providers, resellers, um, cable operators, internet um, providers, and also some large alliance partnerships. 
So that's sort of our main route to market now for go forward in the collaboration space. And we can talk more about that, our carry on our box offering later, but we've created this solution to address a gap in the market and, and help these CSPs regain some control of the market. Okay, well, let, let's, um, before we get to that, let, let's talk about the enterprise. Uh, you know, it's been a challenging time for businesses of all sizes over the last year or so, but um, what kind of challenges is the enterprise facing you know, right now when it comes to their collaboration estate? So we use this term of the the at home worker, and you know that is pretty much where we've all been for the last twelve months. And as I mentioned earlier, it's the consumer devices that you have at home, but you've also got reduced bandwidth. You've got background distractions like the kids are running around or the dog is barking in the background, and you don't have access to that enterprise technology that you have in the office. In the office, the IT departments largely controlled the networks that that, um, that we ran on, um, whereas now you've, you've got to support the sort of open internet as well. So, you know, things like security would be really important as well. You know, you wouldn't leave your office door open um, during the day or, you know, especially at nighttime. But yet when we all went virtual, people left their virtual meeting office door open and people crashed into the meetings and did some weird and not so wonderful things in there. So for my team we find this one of the biggest challenges because the whole sort of ethos that we have is just getting you into the meeting as quick as possible allowing you to collaborate taking away the blockers and the obstacles to get you and your team collaborating while on the other hand we want to make sure that the meeting is secure and you know there is functionality in there to keep that meeting secure and we have a new cto uh, who's based in india called vipin tiagi he joined about five months ago and he's got a, a research team that are solely focusing on advanced encryption techniques that are you know, not even available today. So that's something that we see is really, really important, not just for the collaboration space, but for our virtual event portfolio as well. And we'll be looking to, to build those into all our solutions. Can you tell us a, a little bit more about that in, encryption? You know, how, how is that um, technology really, really helping the collaboration space? And so if you look at, you know, most of the players there, the, the encryption that's there today is it's things like AES-256 and, and they're all pretty much on par. I know some of the competitors or our competitors would have you know, ended up in some hot water, I guess, over their perceived lack of security. But all in all, everyone seems to be pretty much on the same page. But we know um, that there's an increased demand for security and, um, you know, the hackers or the people who want to get into your network are just continuing to involve to evolve. So what we want to to do with that team in India is to just create new um, technologies there, and some of it is around quantum um, encryption. And um, with his team in India, he's looking to to build that out, and we can obviously try it on our products first, and and you know we'll obviously look to patent it as well and, and push it outside of PGI. Okay. I mean, obviously, security um, is, a, is, a, is a huge, uh, you know, question mark around security right now. Uh, and we're not we're not seeing many uh, security breaches hit the main hit the the mainstream uh, news media outlets at the moment. Um, but I'm sure that will happen. We are in this you know crazy hybrid world right now, and uh, a lot of people are struggling with that. We know. But I mean, in, in terms of other long term sort of 
issues in terms of um, needs around the collaboration? You know, what what else? What, what where are the other trends? What's what's driving adoption right now? So we focused. I, I mentioned the at home worker, but that's now, and we're planning for three months, six months, twelve months, and, and beyond ahead. You know, populations are getting vaccinated now, and that's great. People can go about their business again, and you know. It, it, it's just will be so welcoming when we get that back again. So that all at home worker will quickly become a hybrid worker. And some people will decide never to go back to the office. And some people will go back 20% or 50, 60, 80% of the time. And some people will go back permanently. So enterprises need to cater for all of those users. Now, all of those users have their own mobile devices and the day is now spread out beyond nine to five as well. So the IT departments and businesses need to support those workers. And I know it's a cliche, anytime, anywhere, any device, but more so than ever, because, you know, I wake up in the morning, I do a bit of work, I'll get something done in the day and then I'll go back to work. And some of the days will drag on through the night because we're working with organizations now that are across three or four and um, five different time zones. So businesses need to support that. Um, we're also looking at it. We know businesses need to cater for things like virtual reception. So how do you keep the office and your organization safe when people start going back to work? So virtual receptionists that can safely see who's coming into the office and can control access there. Room systems that can be controlled by remote controls are, um, are remote, remotely controlled or by your, your mobile device. So people don't have to touch those remote controls that are in meeting rooms and things like huddle rooms and a huddle room it's, it's probably not a great word today because it, maybe it's a socially distanced huddle room um yeah. but you know i think offices will be repurposed within buildings and meeting rooms will be repurposed and you know the huddle room will become a real center of that organization as people look to quickly get together and collaborate and uh, for 15 20 minutes 30 minutes bring a few people that are remote online and just get their work done Excellent. So, I mean, from PGI's perspective, you know, how are you addressing some of these big changes? You know, the huddle, huddle rooms, I think, is a really interesting example of, uh, you know, something that's got that, that word huddle, right? I don't think we're going to be calling them huddle rooms for much longer. But uh, tell, tell us a bit about PGI. How are you addressing some of these problems in the market, particularly around uh, the video piece? Yeah, I mean, video is probably our number one focus, video and mobility. They are our two big areas for the next uh, for the next six months. And we have a lot of mobile video enhancements coming. And I guess what we're trying to do is replicate the big screen on the small screen. And, you know, we're all on meetings now and four or five meetings a day can take its toll when you've got that webcam on constantly. So we're trying to make the meeting more engaging to avoid, you know, what you've what you hear termed video fatigue. And some of that will be will be within the product and some of that will be addressed with AI, but it's more webcams. Um, my own opinion on webcams for a collaborative meeting is once you go beyond 20, it's, you know, you're getting into an event type scenario then and yeah. it's less collaborative. But, you know, potentially looking at having 40 people within the meeting and if you've got multiple screens at home or in the office, can you put 20 on one screen and 20 on the other and um, maybe have them doing different things. So certainly supporting more webcams, but not just more webcams on one screen for the sake of it. Um, looking at then at things like layouts to allow you to bring 
those multiple webcams on and allow the end user rather than the host to control what they see within the meeting. But adding all these webcams, you know, creates more bandwidth and it creates more, um, you know, performance drag on your CPU and your GPU. So there's a big focus um, in the company on that. And how do we, you know, as we pack more and more functionality into the software, how do we ensure that we're optimizing performance? Um, one thing that, you know, we're looking at as well is, is this meet now scenario. So within the office, you can walk to the water cooler, you can walk to the, the kitchen, the canteen, um, or walk to somebody else's desk and you can have a quick, quick meeting. Um, very hard to do that when you're at home. And, you know, it's been replaced by things like WhatsApp and you'll quickly elevate the meeting to a video um, call. But, you know, for a business environment, we're looking at how can we, you know, create unique um, collaborative meet now environments um, rather than having to have a one to one call. And then I need to bring somebody else in and you have to go and find their calendar. You have to go and find out what solution or what software that they're using and bring them in. Um, and then, you know, that will be done, you know, sorted through some of the chat enhancements that we're looking at. Um, how can we sync our chat within our product across other platforms, maybe integrated in with text or SMS messaging? I know it sounds old school, but, you know, we work with a lot of the carriers, so they want to utilize the networks that they have. Um, they're using their, their 5G uh, networks. They've put a lot of money into it. So how can they leverage that with the solution that we're building? And then obviously interoperability, you want everything to work together. So, you know, I have my solution, but it might be the solution that your IT department has dictated. You should be able to come into any meeting on your solution of choice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you mentioned it right at the beginning of our conversation, Terry, uh, your carrier in a box uh, solution. You know, t what is that? Tell us more about um, what you're doing uh, on, on that. Sure. So originally we targeted carriers and that's why we, we we coined a carrier in a box within within pgi and because of those strong historic relationships that we've had there we know many of the problems that they've been trying to solve and traditionally they haven't developed their own video conferencing or collaboration solutions in-house they've been reselling you know some of the big players that are out there but that does nothing for their brand um, and it does nothing for the bottom line. There's there's limited margins there. And very often, or, or, or more likely all of the time, they're reselling a product, but they're also competing directly against that product. So we've created a, a private label branded solution for um, a video conferencing solution. And, and ultimately that means it's your logo, it's your color scheme, um, it's your apps in the app store. So you will search for company X and you'll find your app. It's It's not our app in there. It's your URLs, your domain. So it's it's a true collaboration in a box for, for carriers. And we've rolled this out to several of our carriers globally um, so far. And the benefits and, and, and what it gives them really is that they can bundle this collaboration solution in with their business communications portfolio. And it allows them to regain control of the customers that have either churned away or have been eroding in usage. And they can put this traffic over their own network. So think back again to the 5G investments that they've done. We can integrate that and work it to support um, or to, to, you know, to run over their 5G and their private networks rather than be a slave to the internet. Yeah. 
Yeah. It increases their brand recognition because it's their brand. It's not their competitor's brand. It's not our brand. It's their brand that, um, that their end users and customers are going to see. And of course, because it's our solution and because we have the relationships with a lot of these carriers, we can offer you know, much more attractive margins and ultimately generate more cash flow for the CSPs. So we've gone beyond the carriers because we know that there's a market there, but since we've been having further discussions beyond the carriers with you know, other service providers and indeed anyone in the communication space and also some large partners and alliances, um, we know there's an opportunity there. And some of the, the opportunities we're working right now are um, with some of the big cloud network providers. So we can leverage their cloud network but they've got a marketplace and we can sort of collaborate and, and you know have a win-win situation there working with some of the large hotel chains as well to create a private branded offering for them that they can use and some of them may have casinos so there's opportunities there and also some of the social media tech companies um particularly over in asia we're, we're seeing a lot of opportunities um to uh, to grow partnerships there so that's sort of our, 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 let's call it a collaboration in a box. Now we're building the solution. We're taking the risk of all the development. We will help you onboard. And then, you know, we'll help you with your go-to-market. And then it's, it's over then to the, the CSP to sort of take that out to their, uh, to their base. Yeah. Well, uh, what a fantastic opportunity. And, uh, you know, the time is right for this type of solution, isn't it? So, um, Terry, look, I'd, before, before we uh, wrap up today's session, you know, look, 2021 is ahead of us. As you say, people are starting to get vaccinated now. Uh, the end, it looks like it's in, in, in sight, you know, where we can uh, all get, get back out into the world. Um, you know, what, what's exciting you about the rest of 2021 uh, from either a business or personal perspective? Yeah, from a personal perspective, I just want to get out and uh, do some group activities again. Um, it's it's been tough, and uh, one of my kids is going back to school on Monday, so that's that's fantastic. So I, I'm seeing the end in sight. And from a business um, perspective, you know, we've we've reorged the company here. Um, we split it into three separate business units that are separately contained. They have their own P and L, and we have huge opportunities in each of those. Um, you know, I think 2021, as people get back, it's going to be very exciting. I think the economy is going to grow and grow. And, um, you know, it's about making sure that you're set up as an organization to support that growth. Um, and for a company like us to make sure that we have the solutions there that can, that can grow us, but also facilitate others to grow. And, and ultimately, like our mantra at the start, it's to help people connect. Yeah. Well, Terry, look, it's been absolutely fantastic uh, to speak to you today. Thank you for joining me. Thanks, David. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. If you liked today's video, please give us a like or a share on social media. It's greatly appreciated. That's all from me. I'll see you next time.